The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Wurundjeri land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome back to Your Safe Space. I'm your host, Adele Marie, and coming up on the show today, we have a story involving a surprise ghoster. We then hear from the one he told me not to worry about, and as always, we love a juicy show, so let's get right into it. Good morning, happy Thursday, guys. Welcome back to another episode. Now, if you happen to be following us on TikTok or on Instagram, I highly recommend you coming to look at the social clips today because I have a top on that's like very appropriate for the confessions and questions episode. And I was really happy when I saw it because I'm like, I'm going to wear that on the podcast. And so come and follow us on TikTok and Instagram if you haven't to see the top. Now, guys, are you ready for the tea? Because if we don't get into it, I'll just keep wasting time and talking shit. And I want to give you guys the drama, which is quite fitting. This confession of the week is titled, She's just a friend. She's just like a sister to me. Are we ready? I think I'm ready. I was dating my ex-boyfriend, let's call him Callum, for over a year. I knew it was a bad sign that he was younger than me. Why is that a bad sign? I need some more context as to why that's a bad sign. He also had a friend, let's call her Ella. Now, Ella was a friend of his, but also a family friend. Their families knew each other quite well. He used to say to me, you don't have to worry about Ella. She's just like a sister to me. I find it odd that he would just be saying that to you, unless you've had conversations about you being weary or cautious of Ella. Anyway, let's keep going. They also grew up together, so they have known each other from a very young age. At first, I was concerned, but I had full trust in him. Over time, I also became close with Ella, to the point that we would get our nails done together and other things like that. Soon after, Callum and I started having issues and our relationship began to fall apart. Eventually, we broke up. We then met up maybe a week or so after our breakup and I gave him all of his things back. That's the worst part when you're going through a breakup, that meet up to exchange things. Usually, I wouldn't meet up to exchange things. I just put them into hiding until I'm ready to deal with it. And then usually they go in the bin. Anyway, Callum had asked me if I could drop him off at Ella's house and being young and dumb, I did. Wait, so you're meeting up to give him the things and then he's asking for a lift to this girl's house. Also, girls, can we please stop driving our exes around? We are not Uber. This is the second confession where we're dropping off a boy at someone's house, at a friend's or a girl's. Okay, no more. Let them get an Uber. That same night, I went home and I was laying in bed when my phone suddenly blew up to all of my friends messaging me at once. I opened my best friend's text message saying, oh my God, did you see Callum's Be Real? Now, for people listening who don't know what Be Real is, it's an app and essentially it goes off at random times every day and you take a photo of what you're doing at that point in time. It was meant to be kind of the opposite to say Instagram or other social media platforms that are very curated where it's a bit more like raw, real in the moment. And so Callum's obviously posted something on Be Real. I've then jumped onto Be Real so quickly to see his Be Real, which was a photo of Callum kissing Ella. I was in disbelief. Long story short, they are now in a relationship and he's fucking a girl he used to call his sister. (laughs) 
I'm sorry to laugh. Your last line just got me. But fuck, the man has balls putting that on Be Real. I know it sucks because you had the concern over this one person. And sometimes when you do have that concern of this one person, you're in a relationship, it can take up a lot of your mental capacity. It can take up a lot of your energy because you're spending so much time worrying about this person or this third party instead of being focused either like in the relationship or on your partner. And I'm really sorry that it actually manifested into coming true and like manifested into something that was real. And that feeling of like the penny dropping and you probably seeing that be real would have been devastating. And I can't imagine the sinking feeling in your stomach. Like I felt it when I read your confession as well for the first time. However, elephant in the room is that you guys are broken up. And I always say this, okay, when you have gone through a breakup, what happens once you are broken up or what your ex-partner does once you are broken up is not our business, (laughs) I know that sometimes we want to make it our business. I know that sometimes we want to make it about the relationship or make it about us. But really, at that point, they don't owe us anything. And the other side of the coin is morals and values and ethics and things like that. There are definitely things like you should and shouldn't do post-breakup. But really, what your ex does is none of your business. And so I know it hurts and it hurts more because you were probably right. I also partially wonder if Callum did this because he knew that you kind of had that chip on your shoulder about Ella. But anyway, we're not worrying about him and we're not caring for what he's doing. Onwards and upwards, you deserve better. And I'm so glad that you shared this confession with us today. Thank you so much. Now, if you have a confession or something that you want to get off your chest, this is the perfect time to do it. Guys, send them through. There's a form which I'll put into the show notes. Essentially, it's a safe space, literally. It's anonymous. I can't see who sends what in. And I love reading them and I love having like options to choose from. So don't panic if you have submitted one and it hasn't been read out yet or I haven't addressed it. It could be anywhere on season two, down the track, you just never know, but I like to have options. So come and leave me a confession or a secret and get that off your chest. All right, we'll be back in just a quick second with our Ask Adele Anything. Before we get into the advice part of the show, please, no guys, I'm not a qualified professional, okay? Yes, we talk about lots of deep and personal things on this podcast, but I want you to take my advice with a grain of salt, okay? In fact, take everything you see on social media with a grain of salt. But if you obviously need professional help, then please check the show notes. Let's get into this question because this is also a bit of a juicy one. Hi Adele, I was regularly seeing a guy for three months until only last week he ghosted me out of nowhere. He was great at the beginning, organizing dinners, chatting frequently with me, making effort to catch up and making sure he made time for me in his schedule. Only two weeks ago at our last catch up where he had me over and made me dinner and we talked about his family and mine and what our plans are for the rest of the year, which I thought was a really nice night. I'm curious to know what he made you for dinner (laughs) and I'm sorry to sidetrack the question but I saw this TikTok and this girl was saying that boys only know how to make like three things for dinner and she was saying that they only know how to make schnitzel with like air fried potatoes or like some kind of veggies on the side, a spag bowl or a barbecue. (laughs) So I want to know what he made you if you want to come and let us know what he made you but I'll get back to your question. However, recently in the past week after this two-week catch-up, it's just been radio silent. 
He prides himself on being a man. However, I find his actions anything but manly. After a few attempts of trying to organize things last week, I sent him a text message this morning. No, don't text the ghoster. I'll get to this in a second. Highlighting that if he didn't want to communicate and continue things, that's okay. But his lack of communication was disappointing and upsetting for me. For how long we have dated, I would have expected some form of communication. I can see that he's read my message instantly, but no response. How do I pick myself up and move on from a sudden ghosting situation? I've never experienced this before as everyone I have dated has always been open and honest. I know he's not the right one for me, but I can't help but feel so disappointed, especially being in my late 20s and knowing how to pick out these guys. Oh, I just want to give you a hug. That last paragraph from you kills me a little bit because I think ghosting is so common. It's also so rough and it happens to us all. No one is immune from ghosting and I wish that it didn't fucking happen. But the fact that this is the first time that it's happening to you, I think could be contributing to the level of pain or the response that you're having at the moment. And ghosting is is essentially what happened to you. But for people wondering, ghosting is when things are going well and you've invested energy and time into this person. And I'm going to say like there's a significant period of time there. And then suddenly they fall off the face of the earth and you don't hear from the person again. I don't think ghosting is when you've had like one date or when you've exchanged text messages or when you've exchanged DMs. That's just my opinion in relation to this question. And I also often get asked questions about ghosting, whether it's in the Monday night AMA, in the DMs, or even in the question and confessions form. And it's always about how do we process it? Why do people do this? And should I contact the person after they've ghosted me? And I have such strong thoughts and feelings on it. I fucking hate it. To me, it is the highest form of disrespect in dating because I value communication so, so strongly to the point where if somebody can't even have an open, honest conversation with me about how they're feeling or where they're at or where things are going, especially after I have given them my time, my energy, I've invested in them or they've made me feel safe enough to invest in them. It gives me the ick. It's so disrespectful and ghosting is rough because it triggers all of these really uncomfortable emotions. I'm not going to call them bad, but it triggers the hurt. It triggers pain. It triggers disappointment. It triggers surprise and not the nice surprise. It's the worst fucking kind of surprise. And these are all natural feelings, but they're all quite heavy feelings And they always come up if you've ever experienced ghosting in one way or another. I feel like as someone who has gone through ghosting a couple of times in my life, I will say I haven't experienced it in large capacities, but there's been two or three occasions where I've been ghosted and it hurts like hell, but I feel like I've gotten a little bit better at handling it each time. And I think anyone listening who's been ghosted the second time or the third time or the fourth time you do get better at dealing with it. I think the first time is rough like this poor listener. And so I'm going to give you some advice on how you move forward. This is what's personally worked for me. Guys, if you have other tips for this listener and you think that they will work for her, if they've worked for you, come and share them in the Facebook group as well. But the starting point is to always acknowledge how you feel. It's to always acknowledge the pain, the hurt, the disappointment, whatever it is that you're feeling. And 
allow yourself to name it, process it and start to work through it. So literally sit there, grab the emotion wheel out, take a look at it and see what's coming up, see what you're feeling and say it out loud, write it down, give it oxygen, give it air, give it a chance to breathe so that you can start to process it and start to move forward. It's really important that you don't shame yourself or make yourself feel bad for feeling this way. It is so normal to feel like shit after you've been ghosted. And ghosting really hurts your ego. The way that you recover from ghosting is different to the way that you should recover from a breakup. And I'll explain why. A breakup to me is different in the sense that the breakup really like crushes your heart, whereas I think the ghosting crushes your ego. And when you're going through a breakup, you do need to like wallow on the ground and cry and eat a fucking tub of ice cream on the couch and feel sorry for yourself and throw yourself a pity party. I think, yes, definitely do that while you're going through a breakup. You have to go through that grieving almost. Whereas with ghosting, it hurts the ego. So your ego is the thing that takes a hit. And so the approach in the healing, I think should be different. I don't think wallowing and throwing yourself the pity party when it comes to ghosting is going to help. I think what you need to do is like revive your ego and get your confidence back and start to rebuild it. Okay. And I also believe that even if you have gone through a breakup down the track, as you start to heal, you might start to feel parts of your ego coming up, which is like a normal part of the breakup healing as well. And of course, there are instances where you're being ghosted, where it can also break your heart a little bit too. But I think for most, in most circumstances, for most of the time, the rule is that you've got the ghosting, which is the ego, the breakup, which is for the heart. Now, the way you repair a bruised ego is to start repairing your confidence and rebuilding your confidence, okay? You do this by telling yourself that you're a bad bitch and you deserve better and you're not going to let this person and their actions have a toll on you like that. You have to hype yourself up basically and be your own cheerleader. If you're wondering how you practically, physically, logically actually do this in life, it is time to get the roster open again, get back out there dating. It's time to take up a hobby even. It's time to get active endorphins that I get from the gym honestly hold my life together at most points and so I'm not sitting here saying you need to go and work out every day no but I'm saying do something to get your blood flowing do something to move your body do something that is going to make you feel good don't stay home go take up a boxing class (laughs) maybe if you don't want to do boxing go do a Pilates class go for a walk outside I don't really care how you do it but do something that gets you moving and gets you out of your head The other thing I'm going to say is you need to, again, allow your thoughts and allow how you're feeling to come through. It's okay to have negative self-talk and negative beliefs coming up once you've gone through a ghost, but what you need to do and the way that I personally like to get over that is I keep my journal and I brain dump. You don't have to read it again, right? You just need to brain dump whenever you're feeling these thoughts come into your head. Just grab your journal out, grab your notes app on your phone, write out whatever it is that's coming up release it from your brain, put it into the phone, put it on paper. And then as that starts to continue to happen, what you do is each time you slowly start to replace these thoughts and these words with a more positive affirmation. And I swear, do this for three weeks, four weeks, a month, and watch your mood shift and watch your mindset change. There is a reason that journaling works. There is a reason that positive affirmations works. And the conjunction of all these things is what's going to get you back to feeling more confident and what's going to get you back to feeling like yourself. I don't think this person that has ghosted this listener deserves you spending another second 
feeling bad about yourself because they've chosen to be so disrespectful to you. Okay, it's not worth it. In fact, don't let them waste any more of your time, right? You don't want to do that. The other thing I'm going to say is he will come back. And mark my fucking words, he will come back. They always come back. The ghosters always come back, whether it's three months from now, a year from now, three years from now, he will try. And I'm going to be very harsh, but the only acceptable response is to ignore him. Please ignore him when he does. And I know I'm harsh, but for me, when someone is ghosting me or if they've ghosted me, I'm just thinking, ew, I've got the ick. You will never have that chance again to disrespect me. You will never have that chance to hurt me ever again. And so don't let someone disrespect you twice and don't beat yourself up anymore. Okay. This doesn't have to mean anything bad about you. You're a good person. You didn't deserve it. And don't let the fact that this is happening in your late 20s put you off, okay? Ghosting is not fun at any age, but it doesn't matter that you're at your late 20s. If anything, thank the ghoster for leaving your life and thank them because now you're not with them and they're giving you space to meet potentially the next person who could be for you. All right, guys, I'm really passionate about that topic. Fuck, I got really fired up then for a second. Please don't cry or waste another thought on this person. I hope you're okay. Thank you for sending in your question. As I said, if anyone else is listening and you're being ghosted and you have a different approach to me, come and share it with this listener. Join the Facebook group. And if you've got any questions, as always, fill out the form. Okay, guys, we're going to wrap the episode here. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for sharing on your stories. I absolutely love seeing where you listen, what you're doing when you're listening. I even love seeing your pets. The pets of your safe space are probably the best thing. So please tag us while you're listening and follow us over on TikTok and on Instagram. And please give us a five-star rating on Spotify. It goes a long way. I appreciate you if you've already done that. Thank you so much. I'm super grateful. It helps the podcast more than you know. And if you haven't done it, please jump into your Spotify app, go and click on your safe space and tap five stars for us. I will love you forever. All right, guys, have a great weekend. I will see you on Sunday. Thank you so much. I'll see you next time. Bye. podcast was recorded on Wurundjeri land hosted by me Adele Marie your safe space is a part of the Amplify podcast network 